Barrel Surf Podcast. 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 Welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast. My name is T-Bone. I'm pretty stoked this, this morning. We've got the godfather of the Brazilian storm. Uh, he finished fifth in the 1992 Men's Championship Tour. He spent about over a decade on the World Surfing Tour, won a few events, uh, surfboard shaper. I think this, this guy paved the way for all the future Brazilian surfers on tour. Welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast, Mr. Fabio Gouveia. All right, my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Now, now, how are you going, mate? And how's the family? Oh, everything is good. We are healthy. I'm living in south of Brazil. I'm originally comes from north of Brazil, but I'm I'm living south for almost twenty years already. We have some better better waves here. And uh, everything's great. Um, Ian, I, have, I still have two sons live, living with us, but Ian's married now and with granddaughter, they live in, in Sao Paulo, Marisias. Yeah. 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 Far from here. So you, you said you got the, got the two, two children still living with you. Do they help around the house and help, help, help the old man out? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Like, they clean up after themselves or what? Sorry? Do they clean up after themselves? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so you've got three children. Do they all surf? Obviously, I know Ian does, but do they all surf? Yeah, they, they, they surf, but only Ian wanted to be a professional. My older son, Igor, he surfs pretty good, but... He, he used to do um, high school and plus university, and he works with internet. Yeah. And my daughter doing like stuff like makeup, things like that. Yeah, fair she enough. She don't want to go to university, and she she like she she likes to make up. I don't know how they call it. Beauty, English. yeah, beauty, yeah, like a beauty technician, <laughs> something, yeah. She, she, she likes look after, look after you a bit. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> and she and always has... say, oh, sorry, go ahead. She she always say, "Yay, you you have to put some more some block. You have to put some cream on your hair and stuff." I said, "No, no worries." <laughs> <laughs> That's right, mate. That's right. <laughs> And, and and how's Ian? What's his plans? Is he is he still wants to compete on the QS? Oh yeah, yeah. He was uh, he had a uh, he, he won the national Brazilian tour last year. He he he, he was the Brazilian champion last last year. We oh, had wow. a few contests, even with the pandemic. We have a few contests, so he was the national champ. But by the time when he won the title, he hurt his knee, and oh. he was. Yeah, but now he's he's in the water again, and I think he's looking for the the QS if they were. I think he he he, he, 
he's exercising, making physiotherapy. Yeah. yeah. He's been in the water, been in the water for the, the last month. So he, he's, he's waiting. Oh, good, mate. <laughs> well, wish him best because I, I he was a really dynamic, goofy foot of surfer, not like, not like you being natural, but yeah, really dynamic, goofy foot. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, last year when the the when the contest stopped, I think he was doing good. He was I think in, in on ten or seven. I'm not sure when the yeah. Australian leg finished. So I, I think he was doing good. So maybe he could get back his position on the WT. Uh, maybe you can be. <laughs> maybe you can be the coach, like uh, Flip Toledo's dad. You know, they and uh, Gab, they travel around together. <laughs> you can be the coach, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard, you know, because I was um, very hard father. Uh, yeah, everything. Right. I have to go to the school. You have to clean up your stuff. So I didn't want to be like that. Um, like being the two and being like that, you know. I, I, I think he had he needs to get a lot of experience from some other guys too. But I, but I'm trying to to be close to him when I can. Yeah. Usually I go to Hawaii or European leg, but those days it's hard because I have my old stuff to do it. You know, I'm a shaper. Yeah. I'm still traveling a lot with groups. I'm I'm still doing free surfing. So yeah, I have my life besides. I wanted to go, but. Needs yeah. money, huh? <laughs> exactly. Most of us on a page with with him, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. If, yeah, I, sure. if I have if I have money, I, I probably goes, but only to to give some support, staying with the boards, filming some stuff like that. Like not on the water. Hey, you do <laughs> not not on, not not right on the beach like like Toledo, like Ricardo. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not saying that doesn't not work. That works for them. So, but yeah. for me, I don't. I don't stay in the <laughs> on the beach. Hey, yeah, go to the right. Go to the left. Um, Fabio, I got to ask you when Kaio Bali had a heat against Gabriel Medina, and Charlie Medina yeah. yelled out to uh, to Gabriel, "Drop in, drop in." Do you remember that heat upline? Uh, in pipeline, I remember Portugal in pipeline a little bit. Yes, yes. So, so Charlie Medina on the beach, yelling out to Gabriel to to drop to drop in on Kaya. Just to, I mean, it was a a very smart tactical move. But um, I mean, he's yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was pretty <laughs> watch. You know, Kaya Valley was pretty blown away. But I guess. Having having your stepdad as a coach on the beach, just drop in, drop in, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was crazy. Next level, next level. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of hard. I, I I'm not seeing myself doing doing stuff like that, but but that works for them. So yeah, it's on the on the, on the competitive thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. It's, it's funny, funny. Yeah. Like, like in old days, like old days, but still working. <laughs> classic. Yeah. So, where is your home beach? What's your local beach that you surf most at? Uh, as I said to you, I'm coming from north. I used yep. to live in in Recife. I, I'm originally from Paraíba, states states in uh, up north. 
But when I married, uh, I moved to Recife. It's another um, city that has some really good point breaks, hip breaks. Yeah. yeah. But uh, then we, when I was there, I was in the tour when I was there, but some shark attacks starting to happen there. I was a bit worried because of the kids. So I decided to move to South. Yeah. And um, usually I stop here in Joaquina. Um, famous break in the world because of the Hegelos Pro and some other events. Yeah, okay, but I, yeah. we have a we have a really good point break here. Call it by compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have some similar waves. Like uh, sometimes I, I say like never rocks, <laughs> <laughs> not never rocks, but it's kind of different. Yeah, but a really longer ride also. So. Sometimes we have the few <laughs> that is we it, are in the Snapper Rocks, thing like that. Is it as crowded as Snapper Rocks? Uh, not like that, but gets really crowded when when we have some good swells. Yeah, actually, and on the summertime when you have a lot of tourists in the city, then we have a swell for three, four days. So first day. Not that crowded, but second day for sure. <laughs> but nothing like snapper rocks. <laughs> so, so, so when you paddle out on a really good day, do do the younger younger kids know who you are? Do they respect you, or they just drop in on there? No, the young kids know. Yeah, we are, most of the times the guys re- respect each yeah. other. That's yeah, good. we have we have like we have, we always have things like locals and stuff like that, and all the beach stuff. But always we we doing good. We do we do good with that. <laughs> yeah, excellent, mate. So so when did I mean I guess when did you start surfing and who got you into surfing? Um, I I started surfing when I was thirteen, and I was I started competing when I was fifteen around that. I used to live in northeast. I was far from the center of the surfing in Brazil. Because uh, always like being Rio or Sao Paulo and and south of Brazil, Florianópolis too, we have some really good contests on on old days. So I was far away from the center, and I started to do slow competition. And um, a guy discovered me. His name is um, Paulo Bala. He 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 passed away two years ago. He was a very important person in my life. Right. He he discovered me and, and he thought I was supposed to be good on competition. He did my first board. Then I started competing in Brazil um, a lot around '87. We have a really long national tour by that time. Yeah, the surfing was was um, by that time the surf started to be organized here, like professional. Yeah. Professional, you know, they, they created the Abraspi, the, the uh, association. Abraspi was the professional association. Association, we have yeah. a, a Braza that was a amateur association. Okay. So we have a lot of competitions, really strong circuit, and on that time we we have uh, Flavio Padrats, Rodrigo has in the big wave rider. He's not competing anymore, but he's a big wave rider. And somewhat really good guys by that time. 
So um, I competed a lot in 87. Uh, I was uh, the national champion on 87. I'm an amateur national national champion. Yeah. Then I had qualified to, to Puerto Rico for, for the, the world title in, in 88. Okay. So I went to Puerto Rico. Then uh, I won the event there. So that was then I started to decide to go to the to the tour. But before that, I was I was supposed to live in Australia for six months, mm -hmm. um, learning English and um, competing a little bit in the Australian circuit. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Um, that was my plans because yeah. um, always I look for Flavio Pedras because Flavio he used to live in, in California, like um, to learn English, to to learn uh, to learn to be as a to be professional. So I was I was trying to do some different in Australia, you know, because mm -hmm. Flavio went to California, so I, I, I'm trying to go Australia. I had a chance to go. Then I went there on, on 88. I competed in the Coke Classic as an amateur. Mainly. <laughs> me, me, mainly, yeah. Me and Vito Rivas, because Vito Rivas, he was very young, and he, his sponsor um, has a really, good mind in, in professional surfing so he sent it Victor to, to Australia just by him, himself <laughs> with a letter <laughs> and Victor I'm Brazilian surfer I came here to compete please help me <laughs> <laughs> classic so, yeah, yeah I, I went to Ripco shop with my my main sponsor because mm. by that time I have sponsored by Hank Lewis I went with the owner my, my mm. sponsor Mm -hmm. To Australia, we went to the. It's a long story. I just yeah, tried to. That's all right, keep going, man. Then I went, I went to buy some clothes uh, at the Ripco shop, and Victor Ribas was there in the, in the corner with that ladder. <laughs> <laughs> How old was he? How old was Victor Ribas? Yeah, the guy in the shop said, Hey, we have some Brazilian guy here that's arriving with a ladder. You probably know them. <laughs> <laughs> so we grabbed Victor Hibbert and he stayed with us. By the way, I was supposed to be in Australia for six months, but I competed on that event. Then the tour stopped. Then I went to, to Bali to have some some two or three weeks there. I, I, I hang around Australia for Gold Coast and Bells and stuff like that. Yeah. But I decided to go back to Brazil and follow the tour. Yeah, A lot of... A lot of Brazilian guys said to me, hey, you got to go to the tour. You're going to learn English on the tour. You wanna, yeah, you're yeah. going to learn compete on the tour. So that's what I what I done. I started I the tour without knowing nothing. I know nothing about professional, yeah. about <laughs> competing. <laughs> What's funny? Different back then. Just, just go back a bit. You said that you went to the world titles is that the world amateur titles at puerto rico yes yes that's the you yeah, won that you won that yeah i won that who'd you uh, beat was, who, who was who'd you surf against uh, i think in the in the in the final was um darren mcgee and glenn pringle i think two aussie boys really strong guys yeah darren McGee, good, yeah yeah he, he I was lucky because the, the waves was small in the final because Darren, he used to surf strong wave. He was a powerful surfer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, classic. I was lucky. 
you know, I, I went to Puerto Rico. I didn't expect what I'm gonna, what I was gonna get there. I went there most, most for, you know, training, get some experience. But I was, I, I started to to make through the hits. I, I had some really good hits, and I was lucky, of course, because in the final wasn't that big. I, I, I did arrive on the bigger days, but for me, by that time, the smaller ways was much much easier. Yeah. Um, so that was that was nice because I had uh, that was my invitation card for the for the tour. Bless <laughs> it, know? yeah. So it, it was a really uh, monumental uh, win for you. Sort of started your career right, in professional surfing after that amateur titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was <laughs> and it was a great thing because, as I said to you, I didn't have experience, so I went to the tour with no experience. Like Flavio, Flavio used to live one year in California, mm. learning English and mm. learning how to compete. So I just went, I went there without no nothing. <laughs> it was funny. But I, had, I had no pressure. I had a good thing because I had no pressure. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like Flavio, Flavio had a little pressure because he been prepared to be a professional. And I, I was, I, I didn't have pressure. Everything for me was good. If I make a hit or not, was good. <laughs> classic. Yeah, classic. So when was your first First year as a professional on tour. Yeah, first first full year was in uh, 80, 80, 89. Yeah, because in uh, eighty eight we only had like fifty percent of the of the year, and I had like I was in a fifty four. I finished fifty four. I, I finished book of the year on that year. I think I earned any um, uh, uh, Thompson. I earned a prize. They they gave a. They gave an honor for the for the most improved something like that. And it was uh, Sean Thompson's father, Eric okay. Thompson. Yeah, well, yeah. They gave, they gave me a title for that. <laughs> was, oh, was, most was, improved. Was nice. Yeah, most improved. I, have, I still have the classic. Because <laughs> tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. Nineteen wasn't Martin Potter of the world champion that year. Ninety nine. 89, 89, 89 world champion. Yeah, yeah. That's when have the, you, the, the, have you the against Martin against Potts. That, that's the year that the two started to, to change, huh? They yeah. Changed, started to change the, the way how do they judge. <laughs> yeah, Potts was amazing. Potts was, was a very hard competitor. He used to put a lot of pressure on us because i think he learned he learned it like that huh? uh, the the generations before him put a lot of pressure on him so put a lot of pressure on us <laughs> right who were you amazing sir amazing surf. i used to look um his style his aggressivity his his speed and of course radical maneuvers aerials and stuff yeah, classic. Yeah, it was like the punk. Yeah. Used to do the rock and rolls. <laughs> rock and rolls, yeah, classic. Who were you traveling with when you first started the first couple of years? Did you have someone you were traveling with? Uh, I started, as I said to you, I didn't know 
nothing about English. I, I, I did some English in a, in a, in a English school, but I didn't, uh, I didn't presentation on, on, the, on, the, on the class. So I didn't speak much English. So my sponsor, he started to travel with me a little bit on the first trips. But after that, I, I started to travel with some other Brazilians. And I was lucky because Flavio um, got the same sponsor as me, Hank Lewis, um, and Moomai, like uh, six months after me. So we, we started to, to travel together. So that helps me a lot because I, I didn't know much English. So it was going to yes. be hard. But by that time, we have the, the, the tour. We didn't have the CT. QS by that time, so a lot of Brazilians used to, to travel, so it was nice, but when, in 92, when the tour have the split, yeah. when the tour split, I was uh, was uh, married already and I have kids, so I yeah. travel, this travel by myself with my wife, yeah. and first day of the, the CT, only me and Flavio had quality qualified so it was, was a bit a bit hard on that on that first year yeah on, on but in 93 can victor hibas peterson brennan some other guys so was nice again <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so so 1992 you finished fifth on the championship tour um yeah can you remember much of that year? Obviously, you must have got some good results. Um, what What were some of the, uh, the 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 good good memories from 1992? Because you know, top five in the world was a great achievement. Yeah, it was a really good year. Um, I, I was confident because uh, I was trying to be a top sixteen. My dream was to be a top sixteen. So in '91, I finished. Uh, 13th, so I was supposed to be a top 16, but they changed the tour. <laughs> they split. <laughs> so, oh my God, I, I I I had three years trying hard to be a top 16, and now everybody's together again. <laughs> so, 92 was an interesting year. I was really confident. Uh, I changed it. Um, surfboard sponsor. No, actually, I did it. I, I used to have a local shaper here in Brazil. Rogério Bachos, he used to shape a custom surfboards. But when I went to Australia, I used to make some boards with Greg Weber, Simon. So I started to make some boards with some different shapers. So I started to do it better, to do better because I, I started to have some different equipments and some good equipments. But I was surfing really good, but that wasn't the year that that was the year that Cad Slater went to the tour. And oh. I think I could do better, but on Europe, I, I used to do some good results in Europe. So I got uh, Kelly to contest in a row in Europe. Uh, yeah. Like I know, and Jose Cole, I lost the two hits. Ah. So that, that was uh, hard for me. That was an impact for me. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I, I needed those those those. European leg to 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 goes better in the rankings. So, but 
by that time, I, I still didn't have much experience in, experience in big waves. So I, was, I always had a hard time in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, in Pipeline was my, my how do you say, I always had a hard time in, in, in Pipeline. Sunset, sunset yeah. was okay, but Pipeline was, was very hard for me. So there was a year that, was okay for, to finish fifth. I was so good, but Kelly wasn't the way. I think, oh, I think the best year. For, I think the best year for me was supposed to be a ninety-three or ninety-four. I think ninety-four. The year, the year that we finished in Australia was ninety-four. Ninety-four huh? uh, or ninety-three. Oh, I'm not the sure. Year, yeah, I, I think my best. Yeah, was supposed to be the year that we finished in Australia. I was something really good. Um, I was doing good, good, doing good in the ranks. I, I left Hawaii on sixth place, but I hit my myself in surfing in Rocky Point the day before I go to Australia. So I had a couple of stitches on my leg. So that wasn't good for me because I was from six. I could be, do good in in Narrabeen because like was good in our being summer and smaller waves. <laughs> <laughs> but I hit my I hit my hurt myself so was very was disasting. Yeah. Then I dropped it to 10 for 12, I'm not sure. But in 92, yes, I remember Kelly something really good. And Chandy Power was the Aussie Chandler, guy that yeah, was yeah. up and Harris and Harry also was was very hard. A lot of guys suffering really good by by that time. The older guys like Tommy, Damian Barton used to surf really good, and Luke Egan, Herring, Parley, and a lot. Of, Todd there was a lot days. of Australian surfers. Then. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Australian surfers on tour then. Very strong. Yeah, Dog Marsh. A lot of guys. So. Um, so during those years, how many Brazilian surfers were on tour, like professionals? Yourself, Flavio, Victor Ribas? Yeah, 92, just me and Flavio, because they didn't qualify for the first year of CT. But 93, Kems Vitor Ribas, Peterson Rosa, Renan. I'm not sure if Guilherme, but they, they came in the year. They came in the year. Yeah. The next year, nine ninety four. I think ninety five. We have some some ten Brazilians on the tour. Ninety five. I think. Then after that, we lost some. I think uh, after our generation, we have a little little gap. I think. Yeah. Since Ad since Adriano appears and start to do really good, we had a lot of good surfers. But I think like with impact. Hmm. Uh, I think after our generation i think it was a gap in adriano yeah of course we have uh, i didn't mention um nico paderat yeah Raon, those guys they, yeah. they used to do really good yeah exactly so it was yeah, a lot of people to remember exactly was there much rivalry between australian and brazilian surfers or was, was it just like very heated in the water or was it what was the rivalry like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some guys, maybe some or some some guys in sometimes, but not really. I think 
I think it, everything was all right. It was always a big family trying to to have some the same the same point. So yeah. I think it was all right. It, we didn't have. I think it was okay. Um, yeah, we, most, we talk- most of the time friendly. Most most of the times always friendly, oh. always having fun. If something wrong on the beach, on the contest at the night was everything okay with the. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> a, a few beers. <laughs> and, um, and those days, those days is just we just laughed. Some <laughs> things about the past. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sitting here in the shed quarters, the Barreled Podcast studio, and uh, I've been thinking about my health lately a little bit. What about you, T-Bone? Mate, AG, Athletic Greens, 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source nutrients in one convenient daily serving. How can you beat that, Adzi? No, it's a good start to the day. Uh, I, I went a couple of weeks up north without it, unfortunately, Ooh. and uh, now I'm back home and i got a fresh pack and, uh, yeah, look forward to my morning routine, straight out of the shower and into some AG1 gets me on the right track early yeah. in the morning. Hook into it first up and its uh, benefits are ongoing. So, uh, yeah, take control of your health these days and get into Athletic Greens. Get on to athleticgreens.com forward slash barreled podcast. Get yourself a whole bunch of bonuses and goodies and look after your health. Support the podcast. You. You. You're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast and I'm Kelly Slater. Hey, T-Bone, have you, um, have you tried the new Cheeky Monkey Kolsch? I certainly have, mate. Very refreshing beer. I guess it's a bit of an entry point for the uh, craft beer drinkers amongst us, Azzy. What do you think? Yeah, it's good, mate. Uh, we all love their big over-the-top flavors and alcohol con- content that comes with the craft brewery world. But the Kolsch is one of those ones that's more sessionable, uh, comes in at 4.2. It's a bloody quality beer, just like the rest of Cheeky Monkey. It's uh, in beer speak, it come, It says on the can, noble hops, naturally carbonated. Its aroma is bready, subtle spice. It's really just a easy drinking, fucking good honest Kolsch. Yeah, Cheeky Monkey. You, you. Sounds good. I, I feel like a bit of a Cheeky Monkey <laughs> after a couple Cheeky Monkeys. <laughs> Good afternoon, Bone with a T. How are you, mate? I am bloody excellent, mate. It's been quite chilly, and you know what it, you know what happens when it gets chilly in the southwest. Light the fire, you put on a big wetsuit, and you drink red wine. I do, mate. And you know what wine I've been drinking lately? I'm assuming Forrester. It's the best. Damn straight. The lifestyle Shiraz, a plump, soft, and textured mouthful with silky tannins. Ooh, that does sound nice. I do love a plump mouthful. <laughs> a seriously elegant and complex wine that is more Syrah than Shiraz. It's bloody it, beautiful. And it's more of their, uh, it's more of their average man range, uh, um, in economically speaking. But that's uh, what, what it lacks in. Still a premium product. It's still a premium product. What it lacks in a big price, it makes up for in a in a big mouthful. It's quality stuff. Forrester Winery on Wildwood Road. It's a fantastic establishment. Get behind them, everybody. Yeah, Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. Um, tell me, you won four professional tour events. Um, tell us a bit about uh, those wins and whereabouts were they? I uh, won my first contest here in, in Brazil, Anglos Pro Contest. I think it was Matt Hoy in the, in the final. Matt Hoy, I'm not sure if, I don't remember if it was 
four in a heat or two. <laughs> but <Yeah>. but <laughs> I remember Matt Hoy, Matt Branson, uh, Bryce Ellis, I think. Bryce Ellis. Oh, wow. Some classic, old, some classic names there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first event in, on, in 1990. The English here in Brazil, a lot of people in the, on the beach. Surf was big by that time here, too. Uh, was getting real popular in Brazil by that time. And it was my first big win. So that, after that win, well, I, I get I get some more confidence. So that helps it, help it me to win some other contests like in France, in Japan, and and also in, in Sunset. Sunset wasn't that big when I when I won it, but was a very hard competing because Sunset Point is harder. It's hard, very hard to compete in Sunset Point because the wave comes just there, a lot of hassling. So, but I did some good competition thing. Then, <laughs> then I won it. Did you have any help from the local Hawaiian surfers competing in Hawaii and surfing in Hawaii? Did you get any help from anyone or anyone sort of uh, show you the lineups? And um, I don't no, I don't think so. I always I used to to see the guys surfing. I, I look for I look up for them always, but I never never have I never had troubles like if I didn't have. Some help, I didn't, I never had some troubles. But I also have some, some good friends there. So, free surfers that know, knew the lineups, then mm-hmm. usually give me some some good points. And also, a lot of, uh, not a lot of Brazilian, but a few Brazilian that used to live there, that used to compete there before me, some guys from the old school. Um, I remember now a guy that helps me a lot in Sunset, uh, Tayu, Tayu Bueno. I don't know if you know this guy, Tayu. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he used to do good there and he helps me a lot. And Ricardo Bocão too. Some mm-hmm. other guys that came before before us. The guys mm-hmm. that also were very important for the Brazilian surfing. Yeah. And... and- you know, some of the surfboards you were riding, did, did you ever use any of the local Hawaiian shapers you went to Hawaii to compete? Yeah, I used to I used to do a lot of boards over the years in Hawaii. I used to do some Tokoro, some John Carpers, some Glenn Pangs. Uh, I used to do a lot of boards there, and there, we had some really good Brazilian shapers there. That Some Brazilian guys that used to, to live there. For a long time, we have a uh, George Vicente. He passed away two two years ago, but he was a re- really he was a really good shaper. He used to do a lot of boards for Sunny, for Derek. I think Sunny and Derek they they used his boards. They use a little Eric Ho, yeah. They, yeah, they use some boards of him um, to help to they have the tour the world title. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we have some good Brazilians there that stay that shapes good there. Yeah. And not, not just shapers. There is some really good Brazilians there that uh, that glassing, really good glassers, really good sanders. Yeah. So they, they go there, they stay there, they learn. <laughs> yeah. They they do good too. 
Did you... But I, I, I always try to do boards on the on the place that I'm going because sure. always they, they know more than us. Huh? Like in yeah. Australia, I used to look for the Brazilian, the, the Australian boards. Like in the Gold Coast, I used to do some some boards with Darren Henley and yeah. some other guys. Yeah, we're still shaping. Um, you know, just going back to uh, surfing pipeline um, during during some of the you know, the pipeline masters contests, um, you said you didn't have much luck there. Um, why is that? Did you did you spend much time surfing pipe and backdoor before contests? Or no, uh, in pipeline, my my first three or two years, I used to go there and surf, but I was very scary for the waves. And by that time, we have a lot of pressure from the, the locals. So I didn't deal really good with those pressures. So after my my third year, I, I started to don't surf there, only surf in the heats. I used to train, I used to, to train for pipe in, in jockos, even in a, on the right-handed spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I didn't used to go pipe to surf because... There was a lot of pressure. There was some big waves. I, I like, if I go there and get the wrong waves, I always hit myself. So I prefer surf some other place. Mm-hmm. I only so if you don't train there, how can you do good there? So I had I had some good hits there, but always had some hard time there. But when Chopo Chopo Tahiri came to the tour, mm-hmm. I had a chance to to train there. Oh, wow. We yeah. didn't, we didn't had crowd by that time, so I used to go there and stay um, a week. Contest I used to go a week before, so I I practice a lot there. So I lose more, I, I lose more fear. I, I yeah. started to to control my my fears. Yeah. So then I started to do good in pipe, but that was like uh, was. Almost close to my retirement. So when I yeah. got better, I was close to my retirement. As mm-hmm. I said, we are learning. I learning on the tour. I did. I didn't. I didn't used to surf bigger waves because my city mm-hmm. was like small waves. Sure. And I, yeah. I, I didn't use to with big boards. I, I always had a hard time. I got better when uh, I was retiring. <laughs> retiring. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, was, everything was good. Yeah, um, it was good. Who, in your eyes, who was the best uh, surfer out at the Pipe Masters? Who really impressed you the most? Ah, uh, Kelly, Kelly, Andy, Kelly, and Andy, and before that, of course, uh, Sonny, Derek. Tommy Carroll, a lot of yeah. guys yeah. to do really good there. Carroll, Glenn Hinton. So many, yeah, yeah, some classic names there. Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any have any uh, stories about Mr. X or any heats against Mr. X? He's uh... Mr. X. Uh, he he is a really funny guy. He, a really friendly guy. He was one of my friends on the tour. Um, when I was young, I used to to 
cut my my surfing magazines and put some plastic and make some stickers and sells and sells on the school <laughs> as a sticker. So I used to do that a lot, and I used to I used to collect stickers on the tour, on the shops, stuff like that. And one yeah. day, Glenn, Glenn saw. Glenn's have seen me doing like that, asking for, for the stickers. And they said to me, hey, I collect the stickers too. Do you know what? I collect it now because one day if I want to sell all my stickers for one dollar, I'm going to get rich. <laughs> uh, <why not>? Classic. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I don't know if you collect much, but I used to collect a lot and put in a box on my mother's house. But one day I went to, to check the, the, the stickers and I got full of allergy. Then, and then I throw away everything. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Classic. <laughs> um, what are some of your best memories competing in Australia? Uh, in Australia, um, I think the good waves that we always have there. In Bells, in the Gold Coast, in Margaret, always uh, like to go surfing in Australia, to compete in Australia, always uh, was an opportunity to, to go for a surf trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys don't, you guys don't need to go nowhere to do a surf trip. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so that was amazing. I, I, I think Bells was uh, the most place that I, all, I always want to be because I used to to see those hits um, with Kerr and, and Oki and Carol okay. and Nicky Wood and, and Nicky Wood I used yeah. to, to see the, the, the image of Nicky winning uh, 16 years 16 years of age yeah. Yeah. and I used to see those videos with Simon getting, getting the big waves like that Bell's Classy and, and Gary Welcott and also and uh, Gold Coast too, Kira. Kira was a dream. Uh, I used to to see a lot of the videos with uh, Jason Buttonchow. <laughs> Getting the pearls. <laughs> <laughs> and and Munga Berry, all those guys. Yeah. So always I had really good fun on those places. And yeah. of course, when we started to go Margaret River, always some big waves at the point. I remember one time that was huge. The, the time that Tom Cording got the wave on the uh, point yeah. all the way to the, to the real yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Um, hey, just going back to Nicky Wood and Bells, you know, I think youngest to ever win Bells at 16. I watched that and, yeah, I, I thought he's an incredible surfer doing those big floaters. Were you, were you at the contest that year? No, no. I saw in the video. Yeah, okay. Um, some, I saw in the video some years later. What, yeah. what, how was that? Was 85, 86, 86? Oh, I'm not know. sure, but I, I remember Dogma, <laughs> Nicky Wood. It was a, it was a great Dogma, final. Did yeah. you have much? Did you have much success uh, surfing bells? It's such an iconic event. Um, how did you go there? Uh, always, I dream to win the bells contest. But my best result there was fifth. Uh, in 99, I had a really good hit with um, Tash Burrow. Okay. I, I won the 
it was a really good hit with some great scores. Did you beat and, him? Uh, sorry? Did you beat him? Yeah, I made true. That was the year that, that I came back from the QS. I, I won at the QS in, nine, in 98, and 99 was my my year that I requalified. Then I had a really good hit with Tom Curry once there. I won it. Of course, I, I lost some other other hits there. <laughs> but always wanted to, to do good in, in, in bells because I, I used to love point breaks, right-hander point yeah. breaks because I used to train a lot in Brazil in Bahia Formosa, the place that Italo come from. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to 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 surf a lot there. Yeah, because it's uh the main the main wave it's a right-handed point break really good. So yeah. I used to drink with the point breaks like bells in Australia, Gold Coast, like Jeffrey's Bay, but I never did better than fifth on those places. Yeah, well, you I always remember you as a smooth, powerful, stylish, natural footer surfer. So I can imagine how the point breaks would suit your your sort of surfing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I used to. I used to to look for the guys with the beautiful styles. I used to watch Tom Curry a lot on the video. One guy I used to, to watch a lot. It was uh, Richard Krem. I, really? I really yeah. like his style. Careful. I used to watch the Quicksilver movies, so <laughs> I used to like him his style too. Yeah. Um, talking about Margaret River, um, now Dave McCauley obviously is uh, yeah, a professional surfer and you would have surfed a lot of heats against Dave McCauley. Um, Mr. Brazil. McCauley is the Mr. Brazil. <laughs> what, what was that? Dave is Mr. Brazil. He, <laughs> Mr. he won a lot of Exactly. But he's won two or three uh, events in Brazil. Yeah, I I remember him uh, in the, at the first hang loose pro contest we had in here on nine six. Um, he surfs really good, amazing. I didn't came for the for this event. I was very young, was in the school, but they had a video. I used to watch that video every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Compet- competition machine. Yeah, yeah. Did you? How was your, um, your, you know, your heats against him? Did you have many, many up on him, or did he? Uh, he uh, I, I had a, I think I had a couple of hits, Dave, but I only remember the last one we had in in Portugal on the Masters in Astoria that I lost. So ah, I only remember that. Or he beat you. Yeah, he wasn't on fire. He 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 won the, the exactly. event. He's the he's the world champ, world master, masters champ. Yeah. he's a really good person. He, he 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 was one of my friends on on the tour. Yeah, Claire. I was going to ask you about the world masters because I had a look at the results. I mean, you, you beat Damien Hardman, two times world champ. Matt Hoy, um, you beat the late, obviously the late Derek Ho. Um, just on Derek Hyde, did you did you know Derek well? Yeah. Uh, I, because I, I didn't used to speak much English, so I, I had a little hard time to to 
keep with the guys you know i had sure. my friend like i used i used to to be friend of chen horan and hobby page but the language was a, a critical thing for me yeah those days i didn't speak really good english but those days was gross so i i always had a hard time you know but i i, I always had good relationship with the guys um derek derek we used compete a lot we used to respect each other a lot i had a really good hits with him in a, on the small waves yeah. i never served him with him in pipe but i i remember have had some tough hits with him uh in in europe hosigo like no or like no he used to be a really good surfer on a on a on a small surfer mm. a lot of maneuver okay. I I got uh, I as a as a entered in the tour in '88. I got some guys from the old school and and the new guys. So that was a nice thing. Good to see a bit of both. Um, now I, the World Masters was in 2018. Um, so you obviously competed in that. Have you been com- still competing in in events like now, like local, national? Yes, yes. Um, usually we have some good national tour here, Masters, and I used to compete. But last year, um, besides the pandemic, I, I I had some problems on my knee. I I, I hit uh, three ligaments. I had I had to do sh- surgery for three ligaments on the knee. Ooh. Ooh. And all the all the year I was I was on the physiotherapy, <laughs> so I only started back at November something like that then we had one event one masters this year close to the close to my house then I got second uh Jojo events that beat me uh-huh. remember Jojo? I, forgot, yeah. I forgot about Jojo <laughs> I remember that name yeah classic yeah Jojo Jojo events uh being the top 44 for a few years too and yeah. he is really tough he really tough competitor yeah. It's, it's still so really good those days. How's the how's the knee now? Sorry, ah, the knee ah, it's nice. It's quite quite better now. I'm not hundred percent, but I I can surf every day. But I'm still on the physiotherapy. Yeah, maybe two for two months more. Okay, good. Um, now now switching to um, the championship tour. Did you watch Newcastle? Yes, I watched it a little bit, but I, di- I didn't see the the semis and final. I saw the I saw after the next day. Yeah, uh, I slept. <laughs> did you I did, did you compete in Newcastle when you were um, competing? Yeah, Marietta. I remember to compete maybe once. I used to compete more in 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 um, Newcastle Beach, the main beach there. Yeah. They used to have the H HP, but it was amazing. Marietta, the, the event was very, very some really nice hits there. The guys was on 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 fire. I saw a couple of hits. Yeah, um, you know, so currently on the twenty twenty one World Championship Tour, there's eleven uh, Brazilian surfers on the CT. Um, Ten years ago, I had a look. There was only two. I remember you said before, back in your day, there was a lot of Brazilian surfers on tour. Then there was a little bit of a break. 
why are we seeing so many really competitive uh, Brazilian surfers on tour now? Where, who's breeding them? Where are they coming from? Um, by that time that we had not many guys there, I think it was a little gap in the surfing organization and the economy, something like that. But on this generation that stayed there, the Brazilian storm, I think there was, um, because we had a good investments, a lot of um, good amateur contests for them, some, some two or three really strong um, local, local circuit, plus the, the national tour for them. So that's why they... they they be prepared for that. And by the way, the the aerials, the aerials and the the, the different different level of the surfing, because uh, the the surfing went for the wave to the yeah. to the air now. Yeah. But by the way, the guys used to travel a lot since they they were kids. They they knew to they get better. They have they knew to they have a they had to. To travel to to practice on the wave that we don't have in here. Yep. Then I think it was a combination, it was a combo combo thing. The, the maneuver. The, do you I think what was that? Do you think that you paved the way? Like I think you did. Do you think you paved the way for the Brazilians on tour now? I mean, you and Flavio were the godfathers of the Brazilian storm, right? Yeah, we we part of that. Uh, you know, we had some some of the guys that was for us guys that won some events when they used when the tour been here a long time ago. By the way, the the guys, the owners uh, of the 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 brands, like the guys, the guys tried hard to 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 put the surfers uh, to travel, mm-hmm. and the guys beside the the. The, the guys beside the, the associations, they, they used to, to try hard to to do good for those guys have the opportunity to be a professional. What well, wasn't just one person, a lot of person. And and I'm 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 happy because I'm part of that. Because yeah. we we try hard. We we as I said to you, I, I when I started didn't know nothing about the, the professional surfing. I started to learn on, on the on the on the on the tour on the world, mm-hmm. but always with one thing and on my mind that that I was to to need to try my best, trying to be a a, a really good professional. I have a responsibility to to represent Brazil, you know, because mm-hmm. I knew a lot of people was looking for me. As, as Flavio too. Yeah. Um, Adriana de Souza, um, 2015 world champion, he's retiring this year. Um, you would have taken Adriana under your wing? Like he would have been on tour as a grommet, hey, when you were on tour? Adriano, um, when he started, on the, he started very young. When he was on the tour, I was out. But we have some really good hits here in Brazil. Um, when he was growing, when he was on the on, when he was trying to be a professional, we had some really strong 
national tour, the tour called by Super Surf. Then we have a couple good, good hits, some hits he wanted, some hits I wanted. And he was very strong, competitive. Very he was strong. mad on the hit. <laughs> he, always, yeah. he was hard on the hit. <laughs> he, 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 he maybe was. Sorry? Um, Adriano, probably he wasn't maybe the best surfer, but competitively he had so much drive and. Yeah, yeah, and, and that we know that we know that makes you to the top, huh? Yeah, it makes for sure. you top. Oh, he, he tried very hard because I knew he he tried hard to to get better on the bigger waves, get better on the on the on the waves of consequence. Get better on the on the rail game. Everything he, he tried very hard, so he, he deserved his title. I yeah. think he could be could stay more. <laughs> yeah, probably can. But but he wanted to <laughs> to retire. Uh, I think now I'm gonna see him more in the water because he he lives uh 500 meters from my house. So but oh, really? I'm gonna see him in the water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Close, close, man. <laughs> I never <laughs> see him in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, Philippe Toledo, um, uh, he didn't make the Brazilian Olympic team. Philippe Toledo obviously is an amazing surfer. Um, he's sort of been flying under the radar, you know, because Italo Ferreira, Gabriel Medina. And Philippe Toledo, he's, he's got some criticism when he goes to Hawaii. What do you think Philippe needs to, to to bring his level up to, say, where Gabriel is? What do you think he's, he needs yeah. to work on? I, I think he, he needs to stay more there because always the tour is going to finish there. It's going to be over there. It's very important. Uh, people doesn't do good there, usually not get the title. So I think he had to try harder there but I think he, he can have a chance he can have a chance but right now I think Italo and Gabriel they are on fire so yeah yeah I think I think Italo and Gabriel they have a particular <laughs> yeah so yeah. Gonna, it's gonna be harder for Philip get the title but we never know we never know something we we Tell something. Ah, the guy doesn't good, doesn't do good in in pipe, but maybe he can turn on the key and start to do better. I'm not sure. I think I think um, I, I think Toledo is is he's learning. He's learning on the tour. I think he's gonna be better soon. Also, maybe he comes besides. I'm not sure. A lot of guys doing really good. Yeah, John, John. Yeah. We have Florence too. It, and the it, Aussie guys. It, the, the younger guys, really good. Sibili? What's her name? Sibili. Oh, uh, yes. How do you pronounce yes. his name? Morgan Sibili. 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 He's really good, man. He's going he's gonna to have. Powerful. Good time there. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like it. He's perfect. I haven't seen him before. I haven't seen him before. Yeah. No, so it's really good. First year on tour. Um, 
Just on Gabriel Medina, Damien Hardman said uh, in, in an interview, um, Gabriel Medina is the best competitor ever. Do you do you agree? Who's the best competitor ever in your mind? Uh, in, best competitor ever, of course, is Kelly. But I think Gabriel yeah. is a very strong. I think he, right now, I think he is the best competitor. I think he is. It's gonna it's gonna be good good battle between between I don't know uh, Italo and, and and Gabi. I think. Yeah. Who do you like? Like I, I guess the next event is Narrabeen. Uh, have you have you spent much time in uh, Narrabeen? Yeah, I used to compete. I used to compete there a lot. I used to. To stay there a lot before and after the contest. I used to love Australia. I used to, <laughs> to spend a couple months there. I had some really good friends there when first I, I went there. Lenny Holmes, Tracy, Holmes family. Yeah. Lynn, Jordy, Tracy. I used to have a really good time there with them. So I surfed a lot, never been. Some really good waves in the car park as well. Yeah. I think it's good. It was bigger those days there. It was bigger. It has been big, gonna... yeah, yeah. Amazing. Who do you think who, who you tipping is going to do well? Um... I'm not. Uh, I only. I only. Right now, I think Italo for sure. I think. I think Italo and Gabriel. I think they are doing really good. They have a. I think they have their own uh, personal personal battle. So. Yeah. Good to they see both, you. So I, I, yeah, I only you asking me. I, I only see those two. Of course, a lot of guys surfing really good, but yeah. I think they are having a personal battle there. I think. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> so they, it's good to see. The limits. It's good to see. I mean, there's so many good um, surfers on tour. Miguel Pupo, David Silva. Um, yeah, the list this goes on. This. Yago Dora. Yeah, David surfed really good in Meriwether too. That's it. Yeah, they're improving. They're improving. David improving. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I guess these days, uh, Fabio, um, so you shape surfboards? Is that what you do for a living now? Shape surfboards? What do you do with this? Yeah. Surfboard? Yeah, shape boards. <laughs> you hangless. Hey, Luz. I shape my boards. I used to shape when I first went in the tour. I used to shape a few boards in nine, nine I got third with my board, with my board on the on the CT here in Brazil in '93. I got a third. I lost to Damian Hardman. I, I had my board by that time. So I, I used I used to shape, but. I had to stop because I didn't have time to shape, stay with the family, uh, go to the gym, surf. So I stopped it, but I knew it when I was retired. I was, I was back to the shaping room. So I started again, um, 2008. I did the, the 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 class for shaping machine, but I didn't start in the shape machine because I I love to. To do head shaping because mm-hmm. when I stop it, I used to head shape. So I wanted to get that feel back. Yeah. 
So those days I shake a lot of balls. I use machine a lot, but I do a lot of hand shaping too. Yeah. Who's some of the uh, the inspirations yeah. um, from surfboard shaping? Who 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 did you sort of uh, get inspired by, or who did you look to to for advice on shaping boards? Uh, as I said to you, I, I I used to shape in the past, and when I stopped, I I I used to look a lot of boards i i used to to make a lot of boards over years and i i i used to to keep those boards i have a, a lot of boards here in home all the boards that i have some titles all the boards that i had some good good hits or good free surfing i had a lot of, lot of boards and there was the that was part of the material that i used to to check to make make my my boards now but I always do um, look for Greg Weber, Simon Anderson, Darren Handley in South Africa, Spider Murphy in Hawaii, Tokoro, Glenn Plank, Pat Ross, those Brazilian guys that used to ship the big boards there, George yeah. Vicente, one of one of the, the guys. And of course, I, I've been sponsored with um, with from Xanadu. I've been sponsored from from Shenandoah, 93, 94. So I have a couple boards of him. I used to, to look his boards. He was on the influence. Yeah. And, and, and Zovi also. I, I used to do a lot of boards with shapes and overseers. Um, one example. One time I was on the, on the, on the trip for Chopo and Fiji. So I have I have ten birds, ten birds from different shapers. <laughs> oh, I see. I have some different, and the guys used to say, "You crazy man! How do you have like ten birds from ten birds from different shapers? You're gonna confuse yourself." But I think that by that day, by those days, I was learning the the the, the thing about the boards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean- yeah, I I, I lost. I love boards. I love to make boards. It's yeah. part of my my job. What are you writing now? What's your go-to board every day? I, I love some some fish boards. You know those those small fish like five I, I, four. I've seen some photos that you put. Yeah. Because because when I used to be on the tour, I used to see the guys surfing J Bay, surfing Gold Coast, surfing Bells Beach. So in, in in California, like dress or some other spots, I, I used to see the guys surfing with the fish boards and have a lot of fun. I used to travel and I used to see Jesse Fem, Derek Hines surfing in J Bay, stuff like that. Then I, yeah. I used to, oh, when I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna surf at least two years with the with the fish boards. So I did that when I stopped it. When I retired, I, I I stayed like two years surfing with the on the twin, <laughs> yeah. Or, I I like twin fins. Yeah, but I surf I surf a lot with um, four fins quads. I, I like the quads too, but my regular board it's it's um five five. Yeah. On the tour, when I was in the tour, we used to do we used to have five ten. I couldn't surf with something smaller than five ten. <laughs> was fun, yeah. Huh. We tackled face the, the the footage we we with a, a, a six eight 
on the on the five feet wave. So I use on five feet waves. Those days I use five four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean Derek Hines been riding surfboards with no fins. Yeah, amazing, <laughs> amazing. I went in uh, my last time in J Bay was 2014, I think, and Derek was there with with no fins. I was freaked out about the way where the way that he was surfing, yeah. but I, I always worry about my knees because you you have the low gravity on the <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I have some alliance. I, I have some alliance, but always wanted to shape a board like like Derek's board. Yeah. But as I hit my 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 knee. Yeah. Uh, last year, I, I'm a bit worried, but maybe in a couple months, I'm, I'm doing one like that to try it. You know, you mentioned Jeffrey's Bay. I, I can imagine Jeffrey's Bay would suit your style of surfing. Um, have you have you spent much time in Jeffrey's Bay and you surf in many of the contests? Um, not really. After, after When I retired, I used to go there a couple times, but not really. Because when we were when when I was on the tour, I was very busy with the tour because I wanted to do QA. Actually, I always want to do money, most as I can, because I knew we had like short career. So yeah. I used to do events to get some money. So I I didn't have much chance to 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 travel for free surfing. I didn't even think about traveling, travel for free surfing. Um, the, the most place I spent most, most of the time was in Hawaii because I used, I used to love Hawaii. I'm scared mm. for big waves, but I always used to love Hawaii. Yeah. Was, that, was that your favorite place on tour, Hawaii? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think um, like... I love the world. There is a, such a nice place, Australia, Europe, South Africa. But always I, I like to stay in Hawaii because Hawaii, you go there, stay there, you can have a lot of boards. You don't have to pack the baggage to, to go some, somewhere else. So it's the weather is very nice. And I love to surf with big boards. I can drop my boards there. So always I'm up there, I have a bunch of boards. Um, I like to surf, like, because I like boards, not even just because I shape, but because I really like some different style of boards. I like mm-hmm. to surf some with mm-hmm. different style of the boards. I like to have a lot. In Hawaii, I had a chance to have a lot of boards. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the main thing. Yep. Surf with uh, 9-0 one day and the next day surf with a 5-0. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's nice to have a lot of boards and, yeah, it's mentioned about twin fins and quads. It's nice just to try different boards in different ways. It just gives you that different different feeling. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to wrap up pretty soon, um, but I, I did want to ask you um, the World Tour. Obviously, it's changed a lot with the pandemic. Um and I see that the WSL have released the, the schedule. So they are coming to Brazil in August to Saquarema. Are you close to Saquarema? That's in Rio. That's north. Yeah, that's Rio. Yeah, it's about um, 10 hours from my house. Okay. But I think it's, uh, 
a really nice place to have a contest. I think it's the most um, it's the most consistent wave in with Sakoremo. Always, always we have some some surf there. Can can get really good there. Do you ever go up to the? Do you ever go up to the uh, the contest when the WCT are there, or you just stay at home? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Last year I didn't go, but the year before I went. Yes, and I and I'm planning to go this year also. Well, well, hopefully it's going to run, you know, because it's. I guess the world with the pandemic, this it just keeps changing. So um, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of people live in Brazil and go to the go to the beach. So interesting to see, you know, how the next couple of months pans out. So um, yeah, I, I think I think we have a chance to have by August. I think I think we have a chance. So once I hope. I hope. Yeah, me too. I think everyone can't wait for the world to return back to normal. Now, yeah, if you could, hard, hard what's the first thing? What's the first place if you could travel overseas after this COVID? What's the first place you'd like to go to right now? Um, right now, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I, I'm gonna be really happy if I could go Hawaii in the end of the year next season. Oh. But I have I have a trip to to Mexico next 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 month. Oh, because you know that they the, the the tour is going to Mexico too, yeah? Did you know that? Who? So ah yeah. In but, in July. In July, yeah. I'm going. I'm, yeah, that's that's great. Huh? That's great. I think I think it's gonna be nice, huh? And Baja. It's so, be good. so in Australia, we can't go anywhere. We if. if if you want to travel, you've got to have a special reason, whether it's work or you're professional. So yeah. in Brazil, you can you can leave Brazil. You don't have to apply for any special um, sort of visa to leave the country? Or No, I think maybe we need to do the test to go. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if – I don't think we need to do a test to come back. Yeah, you don't need a quarantine when you come back? No, right now, no. Right yeah. now, no. Before, before, I think, I think, yeah. Yeah. Right now, I don't, I don't. Yeah. And and and, and how's your local area? Is it um? Do you is, is it okay? Like, is there is it much COVID in your area, or is it just sort of normal sort of day to day life? Right now, we had a hard time. Less less. Last couple of weeks, weeks we had some hard time here in the city, in the states, in the whole Brazil, I think. Mm-hmm. But start starting to get better. Yeah, and, I hope uh, so. Yeah. Uh, on the week before, starting to 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 get better. We have mm-hmm. some a uh, few cities with little little lockdowns and stuff like yeah. that. Yep. But not the whole Brazil. Every state works different, so. Right. But is is we going through the second wave? Yeah, yeah. Oh, second wave. Yep. Second wave. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how to call it. <laughs> oh, no, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God! I hope I hope this thing goes away. Yeah, soon. me too. Yeah. Kind of hard. Yeah. Well, Fabio, I think we're probably going to wrap it up, um, mate. I hope I hope you stay healthy, your family healthy. Um, all the best, you know. Um, 
mate. On the podcast, mate. And uh, yeah, it's been epic to speak to you. All right. My pleasure. Cheers, buddy.